Welcome to episode 121 of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name's Trent. This is Jason. We've got some things to talk about, and we're going to get this interview in here from Alter Blood, all three guys. Yes. Looking forward to this. They came over <clears> here <throat> a couple weeks ago, talked about what they got going on, yep, future they, coming up with them, all that stuff. They came over to the Thunder Underground compound. Is that what it is now? The that's, compound? That's what it is. Hey, Machine in the Mountain has the dojo. <clears throat> We have the compound. Yeah. There's all kinds of crazy shit that goes on here. Oh, well, you don't need to talk about that, right? Anyways, where, where are we at? Alter Blood. That's all right. Let's do this. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to get to that here in a bit. But jumping right into this, last Friday, Life of Agony released their new album. They sure did. Long time coming. I think one was Broken Valley like 10 years ago? Yeah, 2006, I think. Okay, so 11 years ago. Yeah. And this is... Technically, only their fifth album, right? Yeah. yeah. And we're both longtime big fans of this, and you even more so than me. You know, you rank them up there on your all-time favorites, and I, you know, I absolutely love them as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Life of Agony is one of those bands that they always sound like Life of Agony, even though every fucking album they do has a different twist or turn or theme or sound or style. But at the same time, it still sounds like Life of Agony. Um, you know, they're empowering. Um, they're catchy. Um, you know, and that's what has always, you know, endeared them to me. Uh, and I'm super stoked that this album is out. And it's lived up to every expectation I had, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, excuse me, it was a... It's a much more realized and focused effort than Broken Valley was. And loved that album, but I'm just, you know, as a fan, I'm kind of comparing and reviewing. And, uh, I mean, <clears throat> it sounds great. I mean, his vocals are out of this world. Um, there's riffs. There's It broods. It rocks. I mean, it's got everything. And uh, <clears throat> they're just doing... More of what attracted me to this band 20-some-odd years ago, really. Yeah. More than 20 years ago. Probably about almost 25 years ago. Right. Well, it's A Place Where There's No More Pain is the name of the album. And I thought the same thing you did. I like Broken Valley, but it didn't stick with me the way the first three albums did. Mm -hmm. Especially the first two. And Soul Searching Sun later on. Like, I, you know... When it came out at first, I was like, what? But I got over that really quick once yeah. I really listened to it. Yeah. Fell in love with it. But this one was instantaneously. Like yeah, the first definitely. listen, I was like, wow. And then, you know, this past weekend, I've listened to this thing six or seven times through. And it's easy because it's not a lengthy record. It's mm -hmm. like 40 some minutes, I think. And like you said, it's... The things that drew me to those first two albums are really represented here. Yes. But besides that, there's also stuff that's reminiscent of where the direction they started going to Soul Searching Sun with like the more catchy mm -hmm. kind of stuff like weeds and whatever. And, you know, they really had that with the first two singles they released for this. Yeah. You know, uh, what was the first song? Sorry. Um, it, yeah, the title track, Place Where There's No More Pain and then World Gone Mad. Mm-hmm. You know, both of those kind of led you to believe that's the way this is going, but then half the album has that, what's the word to use, brooding? Brooding, yeah. yeah. 
<clears throat> and those it, are the songs that, you know, sorry to catch those are the songs that they're stuck with me the most. Yeah. Because they're so reminiscent of the stuff I love from Ugly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think, and I really like what you're saying here about how it's like the first two albums mixed with where they're trying to kind of go with Soul Searching Sun all rolled into one. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a, and that's a perfect description because it's, they're, they're not going back to a sound, you know, but they're keeping true to, you know, what, the, what they, what they did and what they do. <clears throat> and they're, it's kind of like they're just, you know, a nod to all that and, and it's coming out in a new energy. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. Well, you, you mentioned, you know, how each album sounds different, but it, you still know who it is. And that's real evident with Joey Z's guitar tone. It yeah. always is different, but it's yeah. like, how do, how do you still recognize that it's him as a guitarist yourself? You know, because he's like, this sounds a little different than some of the other stuff, most of the stuff on this album, but it still sounds like Life of Agony even mm -hmm. when you don't hear the vocals. Well, and, and I'll tell you, for me, it's because no matter what album it is, uh, <clears throat> the, the, the mix of Joey Z and Alan Robert and the, and the, the rhythm of the, the riffs and the writing, it, it's, I don't even know what to call it. It's just got this rhythmic, there's just this rhythmic tug going on. Almost want to say like a jerk, you know, like and it's just, it's in every album. And, you know, I, I could really point it out if we had like a listening party, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. But there's just something about the way they play together that is, uh, I mean, it's signature life of agony and it's, you know, it's something that I, you know, I glommed on to really early. Yeah. So for me, that's, that, that's, that's how I can tell. Yeah. Well, this is one of those albums. Our hashtag all killer, no filler is perfect for this because every single song, it's like, I can tell you off the bat that bag of bones is my favorite song on this album, yeah. but <laughs> I can't tell you what my second favorite song is because it's the other nine or 10 songs on this album. That's, that's right. <laughs> like I, every single one of them. Dead Speak Kindly, I think, is my favorite right now. Okay. I love A New Low and Bag of Bones. I don't know. A New Low is pretty badass. Yeah, that might be my second if I had to pick. <clears throat> I mean, it's just, uh, it, these guys are just bringing it. They really are. And, you know, we, we've been able to turn a couple friends onto it that didn't really... Uh, like missed them the first time around. Missed them the yeah. first time around, and and they're really liking this album, so it's a great thing. Yeah. And, and by the way, I got the vinyl, and it's awesome on vinyl, super warm. It's great. It's just a great record. That's something I'd forgotten. I'm glad you brought up because I wanted to ask you. Did I mean? Did you notice when you listen to it on vinyl at the end of it? After you know, little spots of you. Yeah. At the end of it. It's pretty quiet, but it has that sound of the record. It, yeah. You know, like at, when a record ends. I noticed, yeah. Um, like, how does that sound on vinyl? Well, because I, thought, it's like, I thought... Did you think it was your record player? I thought, is this the <laughs> record player? And then I looked, you can see each section still, of the songs, and it's still going, so yeah. I knew it was part of the song. I mean, it's... And it's uh, that's a pretty... You know, that's a great way to close out the record. You yeah. Know? It, it's just... It's pretty dark. Right. And just kind of finalizes stuff. Yeah, I wanted to mention that song because one thing about Life of Agony that's always stood out as much as anything is Mina Caputo's lyrics. Yeah. You know, they've always been 
extremely emotional and deep, you know, starting with the first album, Clear yeah. to Now. And everything's out there, emotion and everything. And this song, Little Spots of You, it's one of those songs like, you know, they're early in a song where it stops. Mm-hmm. And it, it intentionally doesn't come back like way longer than most people do when they do that break. Yeah. It's like five or six seconds. You're yeah. like, what the fuck happened? And then it starts again and it's just like almost awkward to the point of you feel like should i be listening to this like you feel like it's so emotional that i shouldn't be listening to this this should be like her personal thing yeah that we don't know about but that's great music right yeah that's what makes that's that's what makes great art is you just putting it all out there yeah but man the whole end walking catastrophe and song for the abused you know those man hell every damn song but from dead speak kindly clear to the end is just like masterful yeah you know and the first that that's no knock on the first three songs i love them as well and i told you you know i've got some one of my favorite bands of all times courage conformity they're supposed to have an album out this year romstein i love them they're supposed to have one night flight we love them yes theirs is coming soon i can't imagine anything other than maybe one of those surpassing this as the album of the year that's how much I love this. Calling it now, huh? Yeah. I, I mean, like it. I that like could it. change. There's still seven, what, seven or eight months left in this year, but, <laughs> and a lot of music to come. Someone may surprise me, but I can't imagine this is definitely going to be in the top three or five. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. It's that good. Oh, it, yeah. Definitely be on mine for sure. Yeah. And I hope, the other thing I hope is, you know, ever since they got back together, they played a decent amount of shows, but they keep them in Europe and, Elsewhere, and they'll do like New York and Northeast. They might do California or something on occasion. But they just stick to the areas where they had a stronger fan base, which is probably smart. Yeah. You know, that same concept that Dave from Monster Monster Magnet was talking about. You know, you just, why play the middle of America whenever, even though we love those hundred fans, you're only getting a hundred fans to show up, you know? Yeah. So, true. but I just hope now with this new album out, you know, maybe they'll get a support spot from someone. If not, I hope they hit up, you know, a Dallas or a Kansas City so we get the chance to finally see him again because it's been forever. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I will drive. Yeah. For sure. Without a doubt. Yeah. Well, like I said, a place where there's no more pain. Get out there. Pick this up. If you've never heard Life of Agony for some reason, you listen to this, listen to it all. Yeah. It's definitely. all good. Five albums. In <clears throat> we've, you know, we've been doing this show we have on youtube every album in a row where we listen to a band's entire catalog from start to finish and we mentioned well they got this new album so we should throw them in the mix here in the next couple weeks probably yeah i definitely want to do it i can't wait yeah so be on the lookout for that that's it our youtube channel is at the thunder underground hit subscribe we've got all sorts of those things we've got complete change from life agony but we've got motley crew coming soon yes that's already been recorded in the bag so to speak well let's play some music Let's do it. We got a band out of Oklahoma called God in the Machine Industrial. They're one of the few industrial bands in Oklahoma. We know that much for sure. So check this song out. It's called New Flesh.
A new flush from God in a Machine, industrial music out of Oklahoma. It's very cool to say that. Don't get to say that that often when you no, attach Oklahoma great. to it, you know. Yeah. And we just kind of, we talked about that. We just recorded an interview with Less Than Human, and Colton was talking about that. You know, it's all kind of centered around the city, bigger cities like Dallas or Chicago or L.A. Yeah. There's not really a lot of big scenes of industrial, but a lot of people love it. And I, I've always been a fan, and I've always loved the harder edge stuff like this, where, you know, like your ministry or your early Rob Zombie Obviously, Rammstein, you know, kind of falls in that category, but they're yeah. more metal than than just industrial. But these guys are doing that same thing where they've got the industrial elements and the metal elements together. They're kind of somewhere in that ministry range, I mm -hmm. think. I just, I really dig it. Nice, nice. Yeah, and glad that you got to see them live recently and hope to do it again. Yeah. So, be on the lookout for God in a Machine. Look them up on Facebook and give them a follow and a like. We might have four of the singer here on this podcast sometime coming up soon. That's right. Get into it. Definitely. Well, something else you need to get into? Alter Blood. Definitely. This band's a newer band out of Tulsa. We've talked about them a few times. We've seen them live. Up and coming band. They've got some good support slots. They've been opening for bands. they got another show coming up opening for OTEP. Yeah, that's that's huge. And that's a good... Uh, a good representation of this area because besides just Alter Blood, you've got Machine in the Mountain and Severmind. Yeah. So that's going to show some good, what, love to Tulsa when people show up to see OTEP. If they don't know these three bands, I think they're going to, you know, really realize what kind of stuff we got going on here exactly. in this town. But Alter Blood, I mean, what can you say? It's three guys. They're extremely driven. They're they, very driven. They know what they want and they're on the way to get it, I think. You know, they're, they say, you know, they sound good live. Yeah, come hell or high water, they're going to get what they want. And, <laughs> you know, that's that determination is something you need when you're doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And they're looking for a bass player. So hit them up. Yeah. You play bass. And you don't suck. <laughs> right. Yeah, they don't want a sucky bass player, guys. No. We apologize ahead of time. <laughs> if you're sucky, just keep learning. Something else will come your way eventually. <laughs> well, is it time to just get into this bad boy? Yeah. Yeah, let's see what it's about. All right, we got Ryan, Josh, and Corey from Alter Blood. was a lot of fest mm -hmm. so i was just kind of curious how that was playing a first show in front of like pretty much all your peers in tulsa basically all these other bands were out there was yeah, it, it was pretty nerve-wracking at all yeah we uh we literally took like or had about a month to practice uh put together four songs in a set and <laughs> It was pretty hectic. We lost a lot of sleep over it. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a you lot. can say that. Yeah, it, was, it was crazy. Yeah, we, uh, we pulled it off. We know? did. We did. Just um, went out there and gave, gave, it gave it our best. That's right. Well, that's a hell of a first gig to get too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we originally got the gig from uh, Steve Murdoch, and uh, uh, he's he's been 
100% supportive of us and he's been giving us the tools and resources and it, it just kind of blew up after that. Um, we, I reached out to Steve after, uh, John Halata's passing yeah. and said, Hey, you know, we've, we finally got a band, you know, I want to play for my friend, you know? And after that, I mean, we just, we just kind of blew up on the music scene. Yeah. You know, we, 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 show, we literally got hit up. Like, yeah, I know. It, it, we kind of went from a trailer band to, to doing this. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, it, it just kind of escalated after that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Steve Murdoch is, uh, he's definitely got to have on your side. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Good guy. So did you know him, I mean, previously before you guys put the band together, you're saying? Yeah, um, I did personally. Um, I've been involved in the local Tulsa music scene for uh, good eight, nine years. And yeah, he, he put on tons of productions that uh, John did and a bunch of other local bands. I mean, I I took pictures of a lot of those bands. And um, yeah, I know Steve, Steve's always been a good guy to, to put on those kind of shows. Well, what did you, how did you guys come together? Like, um, were you did any of you three like work together previous to Alter Blood? No, was it your was first band. Yeah? First okay. band yeah. All of our yeah, all this was uh yeah our first band. Um, oh, your first band. At yeah, all? yeah. This oh, okay. yeah, this is that's awesome. Our first band. Um, Josh, you and uh, you and Corey, and Corey and ben, you go back. Yeah, we've known each other since third grade. We've been hanging out with each other since, for about fifteen years, and through that time, like. Uh, we eventually got him a drum set and me on guitar, and we've always jammed out and shit. Yeah. And, uh, All the time. Eventually, he, he, uh, we got him a new drum set and then met Ryan and then put it all together. And it's pretty magic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I haven't played in years prior to that either, so right. I just yeah. came back. Yeah. And you, you came into the picture and I mean, you know, I was excited. Me, I've, I've, I heard a lot of good things about you. Uh, and I mean, you, you got on the kit that we got you. And Sadly, you just, I was gone for a while, but yeah, yeah I bought um, for our band drums that we have right now. There's 60 bucks on that go. Oh, really? We put it together <laughs> from there, but yeah, like, I had it ready for him and everything. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was a mutual friend of ours that, uh, brought me into the picture out into Wagner and, I I met Josh initially and, you know, found out that he played guitar and I played guitar and uh, he was, he had a, like a little setup in uh, Corey's trailer. And I remember going out there every night and the first, for one of the first nights we went out there, you know, I, I finally found a guy to jam with because no one was, no one was really serious about it. And we went out there and hooked into our amps and, you know, we could play as loud as we want, as long as we want. And it, it just, it sounded cool. And I remember Josh getting our drum kit off of uh, Let Go, ended up fixing it up, and then we put that in the mix. And man, there was like five minutes where I was like, man, I was playing in front of eighty thousand people, just imaginary in my head. <laughs> and, and it just it took off, and we uh, we really busted our, our butt to try to to make something out of it. And uh, Corey came along, and we. Uh, we said, "Hey, well, why don't we? Uh, why don't we do something with this? Why don't we do something with our talents?" And we already had the name Ultra Blood since we were 15, 16 years yeah, old, right. and yeah. now we're thirty-one. So yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that that seems time. like it's like having. That's awesome that you've had it that long, and no one. I mean, no one because it kind of goes together, and like seems like that would have been thought of already. And I'm glad you guys held on to that. Last <laughs> that long. Was it something you just thought sounded cool? Was there a meaning behind it back then? Or well, I was like, 
taking uh, like Old Testament sacrifices from altar and then like and just brought brutal shit into it. Okay, so bass player, are you guys looking for one? Yes. What? How's that? How's that search been going? We have who in mind? We have a few people in mind. Um, I'm not going to mention any names specifically, yeah. but uh, there's there's a few bands um, that have hit us up previously about <clears throat> about possible recommendations they would make for bass players, and uh, uh, we uh, we have a few people in mind right now. Um, we we've had our we've had our pros, we've had our cons with some bass players, um, but there are a couple of good guys out there that uh, I think would really get the job done. Yeah. And uh, it's it's just a matter of setting up times and and getting getting them out there and see what they've got. Well, what, what do you what do you think? Uh, what's it going to take to be a bass player for you guys? Hit the ground running. Exactly. Nice, nice. Exactly. Nice. I mean, they've they've got to be able to uh, to literally drop everything on a dime and you know well, make I mean, sure like that this is what they want. Catch up to speed real quick. Right. When you have upcoming shows. So. Yeah. And they they definitely need to have a uh, they definitely need to have a a musical background, you know, especially you know whether whether it's playing guitar or playing bass. I mean, they they've got to have the chops for it. Um, you know, they gotta they gotta have a passion for music. You know, not they're, in it for <clears throat> exactly not in it for. I mean, for us, any other means. plus, you know, mm. anything. All of our shows we've gotten paid for, we didn't even know we were getting paid. <laughs> and that's it's a good mindset uh but yeah i mean over time we'll uh we'll, we'll eventually uh you know find find a pretty good bass player yeah. that, that's dedicated to doing what we'd like to do good good we'll talk about the live shows you guys have played so far without the bass player because you know i saw you guys at the gemini syndrome show and it didn't sound like it was missing so i mean is that tough for like you as a drummer to stay in line without it or is that you know when you do you make the guitar sound heavier to yeah to compensate or yeah and overcompensate you know right right yeah. <laughs> there's nothing better than that a lot of people <laughs> thought like when they first seen this they're like what well, y'all y'all didn't have a basis I could I couldn't tell like, wow. and that's okay, yeah. that that's a, a really high compliment that we got you know it, our sound the way it is it, there's a lot of low riffs into it and people are like man well where where's your fourth member of the band. This is it. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. What? We're a trio, yo. So, um, there there are a couple of modifications that I make to our guitars, um, our amplifiers, in order to compensate for lack of bass. Um, the chords that we play in, that's one of them to give it an extra harmonic. And then uh, there is a setting that I modify on our amplifier in order to give us more bass. It's basically an, an additional amount of bass with a a um, little bit more of an undertone to it to give it that that drawn out heavier sound. Mm. So I guess that's something you might shift once you got a bass player on stage. More or less, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's what we're gonna do. Um, but for right now, I mean, it's it's working. And you know, until uh, until that day comes, I mean, we'll uh, kind of stick with that. And uh, especially the uh, the the drum beats. I mean, this guy has feet. Faster than any professional runner I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, he uh, he gets the job done. And, and oh, so that's where that comes from. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's actually from our band trip we had in Six Flags. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. Let's hear. Right. If it's something. No, no, you oh yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no, we uh, we went to Six Flags. Um, 
like what last month? Yeah, yeah, last month. Yeah, in Arlington, and we were walking by one of the Carney games, and uh, they said that everybody won who played the game, so we all played, and uh, they had the Superman, or I mean, all the Marvel, I mean, uh, you know, DC. Yeah, Marvel, DC yeah. comics. Yeah, they had they had all the yeah they had the all characters them, uh, capes or whatever, and then. So we played the game and all won a cape or the winner got to choose between a hat and a cape and we all took capes so and so the rest of the day we went around. I could have took it. I, I could have taken a hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did win. Right, right. Yeah, the first place winner got to choose either a hat or a cape. Yeah. So he chose a cape and we're like, Oh, might as well get one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, awesome. it, it was a lot of fun and you know, it's it's just it's nice to to do things, you know as friends instead of a band, you know, and that's that's one other thing that we uh, we got compliments on is that, you know, we just we're not we're not doing this to to create a better image this is just we like this is just what we like to do and you know people saw that on our band page you know three good friends best you know you know best friends and a good band just hanging out doing something other than than business you know and team building exactly yeah. exactly a bunch of team building and uh you know just just being being ordinary and having fun yeah. with yourselves i mean it, you know just having fun with everyone and you know Doing things as a band is one thing, but you know, having extracurricular activities and you know, doing things as best friends—that's that's a whole another uh, whole another game. Counts, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So I guess part of the the bass player choosing will be someone that you can hang with. Yeah, you can yeah, fit in yeah. and hang with, like in the family, basically, right? Not just right. someone that can pull this off and sounds good. <clears throat> They're right. good enough. They can be just business, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we can see you at the show on it for a uh, for <laughs> short period right of time. Show and practice. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. We we want to we want to have another guy to you know hang around with, and we want to develop a good friendship. Yeah. And you know, we I told you told you before. I mean, that's that's what we uh, that's what we really want to do. You know, just invite someone into our lives. It's going to be you know a good bro to hang around with and. Obviously enjoys making music, yeah, and definitely. enjoys what enjoys what we do, and you know, gonna grow out of it. Yeah. Well, um, <coughs> talk about uh, some some pictures of you recording some vocals. Uh, what kind of recording are you guys doing? Uh, our, we're putting out an EP here real soon. Cool. Um, just four songs for now. I did all my drum track drumming on Sunday. Yeah, he's got all of his drum tracking done, and then he got one more song to do rhythm over. Nice. On guitar, and then I got three songs to record vocals. We got one that's being worked on right now, and it's sounding really good. Yeah, <laughs> better, better than live tracks recorded, right? That's yeah, right. yeah, so, it's uh, it's gonna be yeah, it, it, it's gonna it's, blow people's minds. I can already tell. Yeah. What was that? Uh, what was that saying that we created uh, a couple of days ago while we were in the studio? Like uh, when we get our CD out, we'll uh, we'll give complimentary toilet paper out to people. <laughs> Well, shit themselves, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, uh, can't always be too prepared, you know. Right. You know, when when it comes to writing, are you doing most of the riffs because you're guitar, or do you guys all play instruments and stuff? Or well, yeah, like well, different me and instruments. Him, I mean, well, me and him, we'll just play around and then we'll figure out a song. Mm -hmm. I'll That's, have something yeah. come in my head or something, and I'll be like, do this, and then do that, like. Kind of direct it sometimes, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Especially during practice, like I, you know, tom, course coming up, so you know all that kind yeah. of stuff, and then I actually do it during the shows, just nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's like little lip movements, yeah. a little little signs, like yeah. 
it's what what a what Josh said. It's a uh, it's a compilation of all three. Um, you know, I've I've been playing drums for about a year and a half, two years. Definitely nowhere near good as this guy over here. But uh, um, if we have an idea, we'll either on guitar or vocals or drums. We'll we'll just we'll mix and match, and then stick to what we're good at and take each other's ideas and improve off of that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how a lot of uh, that's how a lot of these songs get get written pretty quick. I mean, we'll yeah, like uh, we'll either write I'll something down like actually come up with the whole song, and I'll go through it. And add stuff or take stuff away, and then yeah, he he writes, and then we yeah, then Josh and that, then Josh and rewrites. I mean, since I'm on vocals, I make it you know how I can do it, kind of thing. Like yeah, word it, how I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be able to sing around it and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, who so, are you guys recording with? Uh, we are recording with Dusty Robinson. Uh, he's actually a good friend of ours, and he does a lot of different work for uh, Billy and Renee's. He was a uh, he's still a musician, good. so he's uh, he's one of our sound guys. Um, he does awesome work. Yeah. Terrific guy. Uh, really we supportive. Haven't had of a us. bad show at Billy and Renee's like sound. <clears throat> well, we haven't had a bad show. Period. Why not? No, we, we haven't. Like, as far as yeah. sound quality, like of course the Vanguard, we had. Well, we we haven't had a bad shows. show. Period. No, we got. Nobody noticed. But he's a he, he's an awesome guy. Um, he really he digs what we do. Um, he's very very supportive in local music since he's been a musician himself, and uh, he he wants us to go far. He really does, and he's he's really working with us. Um, you know, as far as what we want, as far as sound, um, there is a there's a, a very good possibility that uh, he will be. Um, he will be credited for a bass backing track in our first EP. And, you know, that's, that's something we haven't told a lot of people, but, uh, we, we definitely look forward to that. Mm. So, so, so is he, he's doing some of the bass you're saying, or are you doing any of it? He's doing, yeah, he's he's going to, he's going to do this for, for this, at least for our first few songs. Right. Next time, our next EP, which will be a whole album. We'll, uh, have our own basis. Right. And then albums after that, I mean, it will, uh, it will, eventually have our have our own basis so um yeah it's i mean that's that's dusty for you you know he's he's definitely uh definitely been there since day one and uh ever since he heard us i mean he wanted to make something happen with us you know he he definitely loves local music and he supports everyone that does Mm -hmm. definitely a definitely good guy now when do you think this will be out uh what do you think josh Shooting for well, maybe I the, recently, uh, the end of the month. In the <laughs> so I'm trying to heal over that. And so we're shooting for no later than the beginning of May. Cool. cool. Okay, so that if cool. everything goes right. Yeah. If everything goes right, um, hopefully by the end of April, the beginning of May, that way we can start our summer, our summer shows. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. that will be, uh, that'll be a critical margin for when we, when we end up getting to a lot of people just because school's out and everyone will have a chance to attend more shows. So we're, we're really shooting for that. That way we can start with the summer, right? Um, yeah. But uh, we will uh, we'll get that released out onto physical copies. We'll have those at shows. And then we'll have just uh, digital distribution here within about a month and a half to two months. So, I mean, everyone can go and download it on Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, uh, different, different uh, social uh, media sites. Okay. So you can <coughs> have the CDs out first? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <coughs> yeah. 
We'll talk about vocal wise. Do you uh, like whenever you write lyrics? Do you plan in your head like this is gonna be a growl or this is gonna be a scream or does that come once you're once you start doing it? I'll do like a rough draft while singing it kind of thing. Like just see how it feels, and then go from there. Like, but yeah, most time, most time I already know like just how it feels with the music and everything. Just, I don't know. It's kind of spontaneous sometimes. Cool. I remember when uh, first time I ever heard this guy growl. Like he's he he uh, <clears throat> he's so quiet. But I'm yeah, telling you, when this guy me out of my you know little comfort zone yeah, when he gets out of his comfort zone like yeah, I'm not used to being in front of people period. you are now <laughs> oh yeah well <laughs> get used to it bud the, the irony of life <laughs> so yeah this is definitely a big step for me yeah I mean and all that, so. I, I first you know heard him you know do screamo vocals and growls and I'm like whoa Dang, you know, Mr. Uh, you know, Randy Blythe wannabe, you know, like like a mix between Lamb of God and Pantera. I'm like, this is this is killer. I I mean, can he sustain him? And I mean, it just it it, it just blew up into something bigger, you know. And definitely got my own sound, I guess. Yeah, he it definitely <laughs> definitely does. Yeah, it's it's one of a kind. That's why I play every joint. Like, cause I originally play rhythm, so <coughs> I plan on eventually, I guess, learning how to sing and play or getting a new singer eventually and nobody I'm thinking it possibly is going to be hard though because the whole time I'm going to want them to match me and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. it's going like to I mean, it's got to have that Josh Kenny sound I figure on that like if you know they're at least if not match me go deeper you know some deeper vocals and then we'd probably be happy <laughs> yeah <laughs> Was that tough on your vocal cords? Do you do warm ups or anything like that? Yeah, normally like I'll you know warm up during the show or before the show and chocolate shakes uh, and a bottle of honey. Yeah. That's all it takes. <laughs> no, I've tried. He's past the honey. Tried, yeah, honey. <laughs> I've heard all kinds of things. You hear like well, we talked to the singer of He's Legend a while back, and he yeah. said he just drinks whiskey before the show. And, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that kind of go against our our, uh, our principle of no drinking before shows. <laughs> I've had somebody tell me that before. Like, yeah. Just have a shot of whiskey before the show to help your vocals. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, but, I don't like, see that how that would help. But you know, during the shows, I I like have a crap load of water and freaking drink it. Yeah, so, like normally that helps. Like as long as like you know, in between verses, I can go get a drink real quick or something. And I'm good. Well, going back to the recording, I wanted to ask you. I've always wondered, because you always hear people laying down the drum tracks first. Is that tough when you don't have the guitars to go off of? Or like? Well, yeah, but we kind of were able to use him and still record me so I can follow so we can, so I can follow him. Okay, so he plays in the studio while you're doing the drums, basically? Or? He uh, played just like, um, I guess you'd see him like just... Freestyle. He was playing and he I would hear he wasn't and I'd hear, but you, they, he wasn't recording the guitar, yeah. he was recording gotcha. the drums. I was just mm-hmm. listening to him okay. just, just so I can yeah. know where I'm at. So it's he, a, uh, he was able to do that. So it was kind of like playing normal. It's kind of like recording. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a very, uh, I guess it's a very unique tactic to getting our sound the way it is because, I mean, me and Corey, you know, we can, uh, we can synchronize and collaborate pretty well when it comes to uh, creating new tunes, but it's like, if one of us, you know, is playing, yeah, we're we're good, but we're good together, you know. 
It, it just it, it sounds better. It, we can create more elaborate and you know different beats if we end up playing together rather than solo. Mm-hmm. And that's you know with with one person playing you know one of our songs you know it, it helps the other individuality as far as keeping time and you know, remembering. It's more like more or less a psychology thing of it. So it, it helps everyone. <clears throat> Got through it. Yeah. yeah, we did. Two and a half hours. <laughs> no, two and a half hours got four drum tracks. Done. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Get, my job is done. <laughs> now I just got to wait. <laughs> right, how you can harass us to get done. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, talk about this Battle of the Bands. You guys... Uh... <clears throat> um, ba- Battle of the Bands was was something that we decided to do last minute. You know, it, we we knew what we wanted. We knew where we were going. Um, and we didn't want we, to do a battle of the bands in the first place. Initially, but. no, we we never did. And we knew that this was just going to be a shot in the dark if we ended up doing this. Um, battle of the bands, we we treated it like any other show. You know, we uh, stayed up. You know. Endless nights, practicing, making sure we had our set down. Two, three in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah easy. And uh, <laughs> I told uh, uh, told uh, Billy uh, from Billy and Renee's the uh, where we where we had battle the bands that I'm like, you know, hey, look, you know, we believe that we're ready. You know, if we want to go somewhere, we need to get public with our stuff. And that was besides a lot of fest. You know, that was another good way to do it to kind of compete mm-hmm. against other bands of different genres. And he said, okay, well, that's cool. Let's go ahead and do it. Um, and so we, we got our stuff a little bit more structured, a little bit more worked out, and it was a competition amongst uh, 12 different bands, all different kinds of genres. Yeah, I mean, you've got country, you got metal, you got alternative, you got rock, I mean, everything, yeah. everything, everything. <laughs> and uh, we, we ended up winning the third round of Battle of the Bands. It was a, uh, it was a, a money-based competition well, at that point, money so votes. money votes. Yeah. So, Don't uh, equal one vote and so on and so forth. Oh, gotcha. It, it was uh, it was it was pretty close, but I mean we we didn't really expect it. Um, Billy told us that we had to come back uh, in two weeks, and we did. And at the end of the night, that night we played our hearts out. Though. We 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 yeah, played our hearts out. Sure. I mean, we got into it on stage, and, and plus we played all the way to like three in the morning before the day before. So, oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. With uh, with an all day practice. That. Can't That's right, that, yeah. because we we wanted to be so ready for the show. Yeah, and because we wanted, we were gonna take a break for a minute, get our basis, and we wanted to. I was like, well, this would be perfect. You know, we win this thing, we'd be able to go right into the studio while we're taking our break, and then once you know, hit this back, hit the scene in about two months with a basis and everything, have an EP, everything work out perfectly. You know. And then it just happened, man. And it just <laughs> happened. Yeah, we're, the, uh, man, we were so stoked. At the end of the night, um, came down to four bands, and we we ended up winning. I mean, I, I had the expectation of anything could happen when we went into that show. And as soon as I heard our name called, I'm like, this is as real as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> we, we won by a fluke because, I mean, people heard our stuff, and they... They know that we're good. I know that we're good. But I just didn't, I never thought that, you know, something like this, it was more or less a surreal feeling than anything else. So, yeah, we uh, we ended up winning that. Uh, It was a good pot of money. And then uh, $500 in uh, recording studio time. And that's how we, I mean, we eventually, we were going to go into the studio, but we were going to kind of build everything up as we went. But 
I mean, we just put our we put our foot on the gas, and this thing is going from zero to ninety miles an hour in less than five seconds. I mean, yeah. they're just crowd really loved it when I went into the crowd and mosh. Oh yeah. And, 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 oh no, no, I saw you. I saw you going into the crowd, and then uh, you know, as soon as that mosh pit started, I'm like, oh man, it's real. Yeah, our stage just, presence was, was like, amazing. Going in the crowd. <laughs> oh yeah. This is based on the <laughs> performance, you know, all that uh, uh, most original, whatever, like. Or uh, originality, I mean, sorry. Um, it was uh, it was originality, uh, crowd participation, crowd participation, and uh, pre- preparedness, uh, readiness for the show. How prepared were we, as far as like gear setup and timing? Well, it was like ten different. And there, there were several. Yeah, there were several different categories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it just it it kicked off after that, and from then on, I mean, you know, people uh, they. They love what we do, and we love what we do, and we love people that love us for what we do, and so on <laughs> yeah. and so forth. <laughs> so it's uh, it, it's it's been fun. I mean, it's 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 awesome, you know, getting to do what you love to do with guys that mm-hmm. are just you know more than bandmates; they're your best friends. Yeah, definitely. And after battle of the bands, I mean, it's just one show, one show, one show, one show. Mm-hmm. Well, so after you said coming up this summer, after the EP's out and everything, you're gonna. Hit it hard with shows. Are you gonna look at going well, outside of Tulsa? And all that? Oh yeah, we're we definitely look dates, but right. we already yeah. have two more shows within a couple months. Yeah, we do okay. have a couple more shows coming up. Um, a couple of them, or at least yeah, one or two of them, they they haven't really been confirmed as far as dates, but they will happen. Um, just a matter of you know contacting everyone, booking the right place, the right places, with the right people. So, uh, but yeah, we uh, we definitely have a couple more shows coming up. Um, one of them is, well, again, that, that really hasn't been set in stone and confirmed. But, I mean, they're they're ready. It's just we haven't got the official confirmation. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say anything yet. Yeah, uh, but, right. again, we uh, we do have Facebook. We do have Reverb. You know, we'll, we'll share the crap out of those events. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, But, yeah, we uh, – what do you think, Josh? I mean, uh, shows this summer and then, you know, CD release party by the end of the year. Yeah, and we are, them, yeah. and I, I think, I think we're all kind of go here, and we're, we want to do some shows outside of Tulsa. Of course, definitely. So yeah. I don't want to be just local. I want to. My dreams are high. I want to. I want to tour all over. So you're, you don't. You have big pipe dreams. You're not looking through a uh, toilet paper roll. Possibility <laughs> of uh, doing a show, and we're uh, we're in Texas. Texas. Where was it in Texas? Uh, trees. Oh, nice. Yeah, I would love to do a show at Trees. You know, yeah, that's, that's that's one of my favorite yeah. venues. Yeah, yeah. so um, you know, any anything's possible. I mean, the major goal for us is obviously within a year get on the tour. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's plain and simple like that. You know, there's no ifs, ands, or buts or in between. I mean, that's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, you know, anyone you know has a day job right now, and they kind of have to keep their day job, but. Yeah, if you're a musician, I mean, who 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 uh, who wouldn't like to do this? So, um, but yeah, I mean, after we get a couple more things lined up, I mean, we'll uh, we'll have summer shows. We'll go into the holidays, you know, maybe quiet it down a little bit, and then just kick kickstart things up again in the spring. I mean, it's just it's a repetitive cycle. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, talk about like influences. What made you guys? Which guys are you? You know, are your guys? Maybe you pick up your instruments and this and that and whatever. <laughs> uh, I mean, Joey Jordan from Slipknot. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, probably, uh, uh, 
Probably uh, uh, Kirk Hammond. You know, I, I've nice. idolized him for years. Neil Hurt. Yeah, yeah. The, you you get a drum kit like that, dude. I, I love the like, drummer from Tool. He's like <laughs> the drummer from Tool is phenomenal. He's just yeah, yeah. Um, more or less, uh, it, it's kind of a weird idol, but I mean, just idolizing the uh, what people call or or state the rock star lifestyle. Mm. You know, they see on TV, oh man, you know this this guy is getting millions of dollars, blah, 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 blah. He has like 10 girls at his side. Sex, and drugs, and rock and roll. Pretty right? much, pretty <laughs> much, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, besides from one individual guy, I've always, I've always wanted to play for people. You know, I've always wanted to, you know, have people know, appreciate, people. you know, mm-hmm. my music or our music. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, our first, uh, I, I remember telling Steve, uh, dude, if anyone tells you, that you haven't fulfilled someone's bucket list dream of playing on stage for, I don't care how many people, but playing on stage in general, if anyone tells you that, that you haven't done that, they're full of bullshit. (laughs) And, you know, he was very, very modest about it. And I'm like, oh, I appreciate it. So, (laughs) but uh, yeah, I mean, just idolizing fan appreciation for, for good music. But again, I mean, who wouldn't want to be Kirk Hammond? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Right, right. right. In the world. Yeah, man. I, I could do a whole other hour on Metallica. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you? Vocal-wise. Maybe like Randy from Lamb of God and then Jamie Johnson from Hate Raid. And uh, probably a... Uh, What's the big singer's name? Of the, I mean, Corey Taylor. No, not <laughs> Shadows Fall. Brian oh, Fair. Brian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, yeah we got to meet him. When it was, yeah, uh, got, really. Yeah, Mayhem to, Fest 2010. Yeah, 2010. <sighs> yeah. It was hot. Yeah, we uh, got to meet him at the Rockstar tent. It was pretty cool. Met them at Hayburn. Dreads are like down to his ankles. And yeah, it's pretty yeah. insane. They all are like. 15 feet from him when he was doing, you know, doing the windmill. It was like, yeah, that's my band. I wish we'd get back together. Yeah, I know. Love that band. Shadows Fall was good. I mean, Fire from the Sky was their last album. Redemption is my favorite song of Threads of Life. Divide number one. (laughs) That's the number one song off that album too. What was was it? I don't even remember. Oh, go ahead. He did after Shadows Fall. That thrash band. Um. Ooh, he did like a, he did a few bands. Over, yeah. Well, Overcast was his band yeah. that he had with the guy yeah, from Kill Switch and Ghost. Yeah, uh, probably have to Mike talk D, to this guy right the here. The bassist, yeah. he's he's I can't one. remember. Uh, it was really good. I listened to it, but it's been a while now. Oh, like Death Ray Vision yeah, or some shit. It. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, check yeah. that out if you haven't heard it. Death Ray Vision. Uh, yeah, check it out. <laughs> what was what What was the one album that it was like out in two thousand three? They did. I can't even. I love it. I can't. I have got it memorized. I can't even remember the title of it. War, oh no, that was fight. I can't no. War from within. You're talking war about uh, War Within? War Within? It was before that, that one. I can't remember. But I, yeah, that, yeah they, they, need, they need to get back together. But old dudes and anthrax. What drives the so. week? Yeah, yeah, John doesn't yeah. want to leave yeah. the paycheck and anthrax. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, no, of course not. No, no, no. Oh, no. They, uh, that was actually another band that I idolized for a little bit. You know, the the bands, you know, with like the the long beards and the BC riches, you know, like the, the just the badass guitars. You know, yeah. I mean, just that that sound. You know, like I said, I, I have a ton of musicians. I could sit here for half an hour and name off all of them, but you know, 
it's it's that sound, you know. Mm-hmm. For I remember the first time I plugged in an electric guitar and I didn't know what kind of sound those were capable of making. And here I'm just you know like 12, 13 years old. Turn on the overdrive. Whoa! Let me do that again. <laughs> just a little bit more organization to it. It's uh, addicting. It it is, and it's 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 an awesome awesome feeling to know you can you can do that. And it sounds good. So Van Halen style, yeah. No, no, I don't know about all that. You know, I'm not That's no Eddie. Like, no, well, it's, no, it's, it's just fun. That's, that's all it is. You know that. <laughs> but what are you guys? Is there anything you're listening to now, like newer stuff, or what's on your playlist the last few weeks? Um, I go on uh, Google Play. I think it is your. Play Google one or two. And, Google uh, Play. Well, anyway, I just say play. I get on my Bluetooth. I'm like play Lemon God, and then it makes it giving me it makes the whole station. Bunch of bands oh, the stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I, I just kind of make my own station while I'm at work. So, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Like between Kill Switch and freaking Mudvayne and uh, Chimera and uh, As They Dying. I think there's another ones on there. Like, that's a name. I've actually been listening to Shadow's Fall recently yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, what Canes as they dying? Yeah, the that's before, the first time I saw him with the Canes. The week before we seen Asking Alexandria. Asking Alexandria. Yeah, and that both shows are awesome. We seen uh, Day to Remember, Day to Brady Remember, Rising. Brady Theater, and his uh, encore song. He came out and went in big giant bubbles that you can run in. Oh, yeah. And uh, crowd surf, so everybody was like, hold him up. It was <laughs> so good. We had to fucking push the ball he was in. It's like yeah, in a big old so life size gerbil ball. <laughs> There's a point where he fell down in the bubble and he stopped singing for a little bit. Then he got right back. <laughs> he didn't get right yeah, back up, and Jeremy just started getting right back on the vocals, and he's just, <laughs> it's like he never left off. <laughs> fell right down, got right back, and kept singing. Like uh, 10 years ago, I saw a guy, the guy from Flaming Lips do that, but I think yeah. the metal show would be a little cooler to see that. Oh, right. <laughs> a little bit more active, too. Yeah. You know, you had people crowd surfing, the lead singer crowd surfing in a big bubble. And that would just be sick. Flaming Lips suck, anyways. I said it. I don't care. Ah, that's fine. I don't listen to him either, so. Uh, no. uh, with me, I have, uh, <clears throat> I have all kinds of music. I just use Apple Music, um, anything and everything. I, I've gotten into. Uh, uh, more local, um, underground kind of music. Uh, I used to listen to a, a lot of mainstream, like uh, Five Finger Death Punch and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Shine Down and Slipknot and Slayer. Uh, but <clears throat> locally, um, uh, listen to like um, uh, like a lot of Screaming Red Mutiny. You know, got into those guys. Forever in disgust. Forever in disgust. Yeah, um, and then uh, Enslaved by Fear. Yeah, that's the rage. Of yeah, just a lot of yeah. local, a lot of local yeah. heavy metal. Yeah, it, it it really brings back what you know, true metal and rock and roll is all about. Yeah. You know, instead of a band that everyone's heard of, you know, take a band that everyone hasn't really heard of and go, oh man, you know, they're just as good as them. You yeah. know, let's let's give them a little bit more support. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so yeah, that last yeah. Uh, that album from Enslaved by Fear that they put out last year, the year before, that's excellent. I remember when we saw them uh, at uh, at, the shrine, at the shrine. At the shrine, yeah, yeah, at a lot of fest. And uh, remember their very last song. This distance. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, they did, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, yeah. 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 
Like I, I videoed Josh, and uh, he didn't, he didn't know that. That's always been his, you know, one of his top songs. He would just kind of joke around with on mic, and uh, I, I, vid- I videoed him, and uh, well, whenever we first did "Metal on Me," uh, one of our songs, the uh, first part of it is dun 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 dun. And I was joking around. I was like, I hope the crowd doesn't think this is in the party. This is not a cover. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he flipped out at that song. He was like, oh, man. And like really started to get into it. Head bang and shit. Yeah. I'm like, dang, dude. We maybe he we acted like he was that. actually seeing Kills <laughs> engaged themselves. <laughs> Which I mean, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them twice seen also. Lame about twice. I've never seen them at Kane's. Uh, Brady. Or Brady. When they, yeah, uh, they opened up with, for Volbeat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was in there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, those, those dudes yeah, that are... a cool show. Yeah. Cool as hell. Appreciate you guys having us. Hey, we appreciate you guys having us. We really do. appreciate no this. Yeah. Very much. We, we have a lot more stuff in store. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like I said, we this is what we plan to do for however long, you know, rest of our lives. Yeah. We'll be... Sky's the limit our, at this point. That's right, man. Sky's the limit. And, you know, we don't plan on going anywhere. Just... Keep a lookout. You know, you find us on Facebook. Uh, find us on Instagram. Um, Reverb Nation. Right now, they're uh, live recordings, but here in the next few weeks, we're going to replace those with uh, studio recordings. So, yeah, yeah, get ready for bigger and better things. But uh, definitely appreciate you guys having us on. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. There you go. All three members of Alter Blood. Very cool. They came over here to what Jason has dubbed the compound, yes, the Thunder compound. Underground compound. Thanks to them for showing up and uh, giving us a good interview. Yeah. Talked about all kinds of stuff, what they got going, what they got coming up, and of course, you know, some influences and great stuff like that. So, like I said earlier, get on Facebook and follow these guys so you can be aware of their shows they got coming up. Besides the OTEP thing, I know they're they've got another show at the Shrine that they're putting together, and I think they're either they were talking about doing like a big you know outdoor house party kind of event thing cool. too. Cool, yeah. So yeah. we'll let you know about that stuff as it gets closer. But definitely be on the lookout for these guys. Great band. Well, I mentioned Less Than Human earlier. We finally recorded an interview with these guys. Yes. They've been threatening to for months, and we never pulled the trigger. And it happened. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that soon. We've also got one coming soon with Scott Bartlett, the guitarist for Saving Abel. We also just recently recorded one with Chris Taylor, who runs DMG Productions. Mm -hmm. He's talking about what he's got going on with that. And, of course, the dark side stage at Rocklahoma that he put together talk about all the going ons with that as well of course we saw a great show that he put together at the shrine last friday night with four bands it was switchback caliber theory the devil you adore and um crane technique we're going to talk about that of course yes on that episode with chris pocket length we also caught an an amazing show at billy renee's with custom black oklahoma brace and machine in the mountain We'll talk about that on this episode where Can't we've wait. got Custom Black because we recorded an interview yeah. with all three of them as well. Can't wait for that one. So we got all kinds of stuff coming up. We should have Andy from Archon coming soon as well. Yes. And we might have a couple surprises here in the next couple weeks to throw you away too. You never know. We got a couple things we're working on that will uh, make you fudge your huggies. It's going to be cool. <laughs> all right. But in the meantime, uh, check out our previous episodes. Uh, we've had Lips from Anvil on, John Conley from Seven Dust, a uh, guy you may have heard of, Gene Simmons from Kiss. I've heard of him. <clears throat> See, there you go. Uh, Truck Fighters, 
We've had all kinds of guys on. Just just go back and yeah. pick something. Battle Cross, the sword. Machine in the Mountain. I just mentioned them. Yeah. That's yeah, a great one. We went to, they invited us into their dojo. That's right. And there you go. That's great. Yeah. Guys from bands like Drowning Pool and Avatar and Soil. Chris Broderick of Act of Defiance. And of course, Megadeth. Sons of Texas. There's a long list. This is episode 121. So you got 120 episodes you can go back and look at. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Now that uh, we mentioned that OTEP show earlier, we've had every band on that that bill on except for OTEP. We have. We have. Maybe we can get her on and she can get us on Blabbermouth when she starts, you know, ripping on everybody like she likes to do. I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I, and I've heard, you know, I, I heard that episode of Jostin where she, she kind of has a point. She kind of has a reason, you know? Yeah. People suck, and sometimes you got to call them out on it. And yeah. that's what she's doing. Hey, it's always good when people are up front. That's right. Well, like Jason said, you can hear all that stuff. It's on soundcloud.com backslash thunder-underground. Most episodes are all on YouTube as well, at The Thunder Underground. Facebook is backslash The Thunder Underground. Instagram is at The Thunder Underground. The Twitter is T-H-N-D-R-U-N-D-R Ground. YouTube has extra stuff that's not on the podcast episodes. Like I mentioned earlier, the every album in a row. We've done that for Ozzy, Van Halen, Pantera, Guns N' Roses, Megadeth, Metallica, Motley Crue's coming soon. Kiss will be after that and Life of Agony soon enough. That's right. So there's your layout on that for the next few weeks. Have you started listening to Kiss yet? No, but I listen to Life of Agony. I can't listen to Kiss because Life of Agony put out a new album three days ago. True. That's kind of all we've been listening to. Give me a little to. slack. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I also want to say one more thing. I want to say, fuck rain. Fuck Sorry, rain right in the year. Hashtag fuck rain. Well, something I want to mention in case I forget by the time this episode comes out. I probably won't, but the show we went to with Custom Black, Oklahoma Braves, Machine in the Mountain. Yesterday, or two days ago, when you know when we did this, it was the day that it, you know Friday night yeah. and the Saturday was balls out, rain all day in Tulsa. People monsoon like a yeah, it was just insane. Yeah, I mean standing water, whatever. Driving through the streets of Tulsa, you know there were several spots where you know cars were bottomed out. I mean flooded, and you driving through two foot of water or whatever. The point of it being is we were talking. I'm like, man, I kind of worried you know when it's weather like this people just don't go out to the bar to see great music so i thought maybe the the turnout's not going to be that great but you know power to the people a lot of a decent amount of people showed up it was a great turnout uh it was uh you know it was a good thing to see it gave you a good feeling people are supporting these bands and getting behind this music and you know something's happening the thunder underground at gmail.com send us your music if you've got a band Buy us a buy a, buy us a t shirt. No. Buy a t shirt from us. You can buy us t shirts, I don't care. Sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but buy a t shirt and a koozie from us. We'll ship it to you or we'll meet you at a show. Definitely. We done? We're out. Till next time. Prepare to get slapped in the face because that's yeah. what it's gonna do. Right, right. Bam. Send me an MP3 and a roll of toilet paper, right? right. Okay. Oh, right. Advil the night before. <laughs> Thunder Underground, y'all.